0: You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is June 28th, 2021. My name is Phil Ross and I'm the Expert Insight Editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter at underscore O M D. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, the Magic's coaching search. It takes a surprising yet expected twist. We'll break down the latest rumors as the Orlando Magic continue to search for a new coach who is our, still our leader in the clubhouse and what to expect this week. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. Before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all can you check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. But search searching great download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like there's podcasts podcast here covering the Atlanta Magic with excruciating detail, there's podcasts podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the Milwaukee Bucks after their big Game 3 win over the Atlanta Hawks? Check out Locked On Bucks. No matter who your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or College 2, there is a Locked On podcast for you. The search for down download the podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. This episode is also brought to you by Spotify Greenroom. Download the app and join me this week on Thursday at 5 p.m., our usual time, to get in on the action. Again, that's Thursday at 5 p.m. on Spotify Greenroom. You know, initially, my plan for today's episode was to kind of give a generic update of the Orlando Magic's coaching search because it's still ongoing, even though it's been fairly quiet. Talk a little bit about the NBA draft combine, who stood out, what the you know, what rumors uh, the magic were involved in, or who the magic might be looking at, where we stand now a week after the NBA draft lottery and, and where the magic might pick now that we have roughly a month to go until the NBA draft. And then at about six o'clock, the news hit. Shams Charania of uh, The Athletic was the first to report it, or the first that really got widespread. The Orlando Magic had interviewed Anthony Hardaway, yes Penny, the head coach of the Memphis Tigers, and not only did they interview him, he had become a quote serious candidate. Then the rest of the reporting came in. Our good pal Keith Smith of SpoTrack reporting that not only was Penny's interview go, and not only did Penny's interview go well, a source that he has within the Orlando Magic said that Penny would be the dream hire. Not only that, um, the the Athletics reporter that covers Memphis, and I'm going to get his name here in a sec. The Athletics reporter that, that covers the Memphis Tigers, and his name is John Martin, said, Interview took place this weekend while they were in Chicago. Magic officials went into it, expecting it to be more of a formality or courtesy. It went much longer than they thought it would. Hardaway obviously impressed them, and here we are. Here we are, indeed. As some reports, that interview went four hours long. I, I don't know if that's been confirmed or not, but to say the least, the Magic did their homework on Penny Hardaway, or they decided they were going to do their homework and give, you know, uh, an up-and-coming potential NBA coach a, a chance, and came away thinking, "Wow." Now. Let's make a few things perfectly clear here. Let's make a few things perfectly clear. The Orlando Magic are not making a hire today. Um, you know, there's there's definitely a point in the afternoon uh, after the news broke where I thought it is possible that the Magic announced the hire this week. It's still very, it's still possible that that is the case, but it does not seem like a hire is imminent. Um, according to the reports, according to everything that went on. Uh, Penny Hardaway was in Chicago this week for the NBA draft combine um, because he is training and helping out Houston guard Quentin Grimes, or Houston forward Quentin Grimes, who's expected to be a second round pick, um, as he prepares for the NBA draft. And that's something that Penny Hardaway has done in the past. He helped RJ Hampton prepare for the NBA draft. And Magic Brass were obviously there. They coordinated the interview, they sat down, and they conducted the interview. Penny's name has been on the tip of everyone's tongues when it comes to NBA, to, comes to the Magic coaching position in particular, for a number of reasons. I'm going to get into the nostalgia factor coming up here in a moment because I do think that's really, 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 really important um, that, we, that we separate Penny, the player, from who Penny might be as a coach. But it's clear something went well. Now, Jeff Waltman had confirmed that he's done a few interviews and that there were plenty more to come when he spoke to the media after the NBA Draft Lottery on Tuesday. So who knows when or how this was set up, but it certainly sounds like Penny came prepared. Because remember, Coach, these job interviews are job interviews. He came away with something to offer, whether that was a plan for developing players, whether that was uh, his sense of how he would run the team. Something definitely clicked. And whereas, and I will say this, I have been fair, largely dismissive—dismissive not ah, dismissive isn't the right word, but I've been largely skeptical of Hardaway's candidacy to be the head coach of the Orlando Magic next season. I did not think it was impossible. I certainly put that sort of on the back burner as reporting kind of went away, and it didn't seem like Hardaway was considered as a super serious candidate. There was that report that came out from Mark Stein— uh, saying the magic we're looking for someone with experience with some head coaching experience, which Penny certainly does not fit. I certainly kind of put that all on the back burner. But to be sure, I wanted Penny to get an interview. every qualified candidate should get an interview if the magic are interested and there' was plenty of reason to be interested in Penny. I'm skeptical I was skeptical of his, of his candidacy just because of the lack of experience. but the way these reports came out, the things that you know I had heard from reporters who would know a little bit more and everything that I read, it certainly sounds like Penny did a lot to impress. It certainly sounds like what may have been a novelty or a nostalgia act to begin with is something we should take seriously as a potential head coach for the Orlando Magic. Now, I want to get into what Penny actually brings to the table. Because I do think that from the reactions that I saw from fans, and it's granted, it's warranted, nostalgia kicked in far before kind of the logic of Penny the coach. And I want to get into that here coming up in just a moment. It deserves its own segment. But first, let me tell you a little bit about Built Bar. Built Bar right now comes in nine delicious flavors, and they have occasional limited time flavors. I actually saw an ad. I, I get I get their ads in my inbox as well. That German chocolate is back. I, I love I love that flavor. But if you don't like that, they have coconut, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, all good flavors, all things you'd want to eat. It tastes like they look like they sound like candy bars. Well, it tastes like candy bars too. And it doesn't matter what your favorite flavor is. Built Bars are not only great tasting but low in calories and healthy too. These aren't your meal replacement bars. These aren't the bars that you go to the 7-Eleven or to the Publix or the grocery store and check them out and say, oh, I'm going to go grab you know this bar. And you look at it and it's oh, 150 calories. Oh, wait, the bar is two servings. You're eating a freaking meal. You and I don't work out enough to need a, need a fourth meal. Come on, we're not NBA players. I hit the bike for 30 minutes. I just need a little protein kick to get me back into my day after i'm done with my workout or just that little bit in the afternoon to get me through the rest of the day that's what built bar delivers most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein and only 130 calories with only 4 grams of sugar and only 4 grams of net carbs your diet can afford it trust me i'm on a diet my diet affords it the bar some of the bars have a little bit more at 180 calories but again all the bars less than 200 calories no matter the flavor it's a chocolate treat that's completely guilt free. So go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com.
0: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs.
1: Or to the finals coverage, our NBA playoffs coverage is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. And at 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, we can all enjoy the games a little bit more this season. Enjoy the NBA playoffs with Michelob Ultra. The reaction when, when the news came out that the Magic were seriously interested in Penny Hardaway was, was fairly predictable. It's a lot of excitement among the Magic fan base. Um, the reactions on Twitter were pretty clear and pretty positive. Fans like this idea. I'll admit it too. Even before the job opened up, fans liked the idea of bringing Penny Hardaway home. Look, this isn't some crazy idea. I've had people pitch me other crazy, terrible coaching ideas. Penny Hardaway at least has some truth to it or or, or makes some sense. This is a guy who is established already as a coach in the in basketball ranks, has been successful with young teams and 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 has a little bit of a coaching acumen. But it it doesn't always feel like that's why fans are responding to Penny and responding to him in the way that they are. Why when I took Penny off my coaching power rankings list on OrlandoMagicDaily.com last week, some people were like, why is Penny not on this list? And it's because, well, I don't really view him as a super viable candidate at this point. I there's been no reporting on him. He already kind of said I'm not interested in the job, and or not you know he signaled that he wasn't super interested in the job, and I kind of was like you know he's probably not quite ready for this position. I don't I don't I didn't view him as super super serious. So, again, my tune is changing here. Right? There's there's certainly more reporting suggest that it is serious, and you got to dig a little bit deeper. We'll dig a little bit deeper here in a sec, but. The general thought has been, we're bringing one of the franchise's best players home. We're bringing one of the franchise's legends home to Orlando, to the city that made him basketball famous, uh, to the city, to 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 place, and frankly, making up for you know kind of the ugly exit that he had the first time around. It feels like a natural fit, but. That's the thing about nostalgia. Nostalgia can cover up a whole lot of bad things. You get Nostalgia is a blanket. It comforts you, makes you feel good, makes you remember good times. And certainly Penny provided a lot of good times for this magic team and for this magic franchise. He's on the Orlando He's in the Orlando Magic Hall of Fame, obviously. He is Orlando Magic Royalty. The guy is one of the four. is on the Mount Rushmore. He's one of the four best players in franchise history, and that is frankly inarguable. Seeing him back in a Magic uniform, and the joke on Twitter throughout the day was, "If you hire Penny and then bring back the pinstripe uniforms, that is a home run offseason. season." Sure, for for the marketers, for the people in the marketing department, and I'm not going to begrudge the marketers for playing on that nostalgia. If the Magic hire Penny Hardaway, I can guarantee you. He will be on every Magnet schedule. And he will be the selling attraction for this team. Just, that, that's just how it's going to be. And from a marketing perspective, sure, that makes sense. But that should not be the guiding principle. That should not be the guiding light or the guiding uh, reason for bringing Penny Hardaway in. At the end of the day, what needs to matter what needs to be most important is can Penny get the job done? Hires that are mainly nostalgic rarely work. You have your Steve Spurrier, of course, who brought you know who brought Florida back to glory and turned them into a national power. But Steve Spurrier was winning the ACC with Duke and taking Duke to their only bowl game to that point before he jumped to Florida. Danny Ainge returned sort of home to the Boston Celtics. Let them do championships, but that was a long winding road to get there. Most people forget that. And he had experience as a head coach. It is very, very rare to see nostalgia hires alone. And Ainge wasn't hired merely because of nostalgia, but it's rare to see nostalgia hires alone work. The Magic should have experience in this in recent history. When the Magic fired Jacques Vaughn, Almost immediately, there were rumors and reports that the Magic would chase after Scott Skiles, that his relationship with Alex Martins, that his relationship with the franchise would bring him back into the fold. Shoot. The Magic rehired Brian Hill. And that that was, I mean, no offense to Brian, Coach Hill. Coach Hill's a great guy. But that second stint with the Magic did not work out very well. But back to Scott Skiles. The Magic brought in Scott Skiles. He got an interview because of his relationship with the team. Because of the nostalgic pull that he had for the franchise. And he at least could get the job done. But the way the Magic brought him in with the franchise, with the ownership and Alex Martins, bringing him in over the head of the general manager, kind of put a sour taste on everything. Skiles could get the job done, and he did largely until he did. not He wasn't ready to handle such a young team, and that was that. Yes, the Magic also went with a bit of a nostalgia hire and hiring Steve Clifford, but again, beforehand, he had proven he could do the job. So the question now is, sure, Penny has nostalgia on his side. Penny has the, the franchise's history on his side. But can he do the job? Can he deliver and bring this team and and, and rebuild this team in the way that they want? If I'm skeptical of Penny Haraway, it's not because I don't think he is capable. I think he can be a fantastic coach. I think he will be a fantastic coach, whether it's in college or in the NBA. I think he is great at building relationships. I think he's great at working young players and helping them get better. And that's part of what the Magic need. The reason I'm interested in Penny Hardaway is not, you know, certainly his ties to the franchise don't hurt, but it's not because of that. It's because he has a long track record from AAU and college of working with young players and getting a lot out of them. That counts for something. But why I'm skeptical of Penny Hardaway is it hasn't delivered the most important stat. Wins. Sure, Penny has a win percentage that's close to two out out of three in, in the 60s. But Penny Hardaway is yet to make an NCAA tournament with Memphis, despite all the talent that he's been able to recruit. He hasn't made the NCAA tournament in three years. They won the NIT last year, which is certainly a positive sign. But to me, Penny Hardaway is still very, very unproven as a head coach. You can be a great relationship guy, you can even be a decent developer. But at some point, wins matter. This is a zero-sum business. You win or you lose. It's that simple. And so again, if I have questions about Penny Hardaway, if I have questions about whether he can do the job, it is there. Now, he may have, you know, certainly he's had his run-ins with the NCAA already, and recruiting is different in the college level, and the game is certainly a little bit different. And his style and his approach might work better with young NBA teams. He might connect better that way or in that environment. But I do want to see it play out a little bit, more, especially since he has a record now as a head coach. Again, it's not that I don't think Penny can't do the job. I absolutely do think he can. But it's more of a gamble to me to take on Penny than it would be a Kenny Atkinson or even a Becky Hammond who's been on an NBA bench for a very long time. The truth is this. Penny has to adequately answer those questions. It's not about what he did for the franchise. I don't want to hear, frankly, about the 1995 run to the finals. I don't want to hear about any of that, about how he played. I want to know about how he coached. I want to know what his plans are to build this team up, to develop this team, to grow this team. That's... What matters to me? For all I care, he never played for the franchise. And that has to be the way the Magic approaches Sure, the nostalgia factor got him an interview, perhaps. There may be only two jobs that Penny would leave the Tigers for, the Memphis Tigers for, and that's the Magic, the team that he made his mark in in the league, and his hometown Memphis Grizzlies. And if that's the way he got his interview, so be it. I I, I do think it would, it, it would be a courtesy to give him an interview if he's interested. I absolutely think that that's fine. But to get the job, you have to prove you can do the job. To get the job, you have to answer those questions about what you would do with this team, your vision for how this team grows and develops, your vision for how this team operates, for how you would run things. Those are the questions that matter. So frankly, Penny coming home is a secondary story. In fact, it shouldn't even be thought about at this point. To me, Penny is in the same group as the other coaches that the Magic have already interviewed or are reported to be interviewing. He's got a—he's got to prove that he is the right man for the job. If your reason for supporting Penny Hardaway's candidacy is because he played for the Magic. That's the wrong reason. At the end of the day, he has to do the job. At the end of the day, he has to be the man that develops and leads this team up and progresses this team. In my opinion, I don't think this is the coaching cycle for Penny Hardaway. If you ask me just from what I've seen and from what I've observed, Penny needs more time to get to really kind of settle in as a head coach. I'd like to see him win, to be frank. If he'd made the NCAA tournament a few times, I might be a little bit more open to it, but I need to see him win. I need to see him pick up victories and achieve something real at the college level. And when he does that, then I think he and the Magic might be ready then again, I'll admit to this too, this is the kind of young team that Penny is probably best suited to coach. So if the Magic were ever going to hire Penny Hardaway, it might be now or never. We'll talk a little bit more about the coaching search and what else is going on in the coaching search uh, as the day developed beforehand or before, before the Penny rumor hit. We'll talk a little bit about who else is up for the job as far as we know coming up here in just a moment. But first, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at bet online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action too. Before the next pitch, head over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game. As teams prep for their runs to the playoffs, head to the website. Use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts.
0: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs.
1: you know, what else is going on in coaching search? Obviously the Penny News kinda of sucked up all the all the oxygen in the room and as it should. I mean it is it is big news and, and again a lot of that is because of that nostalgia factor. But Penny is is a very qualified coach. I wanna make that very, very clear. I do think Penny is going to make a very good head coach, whether it's this year or somewhere down the line. Um, if he wants to be in the NBA, he's going to be a good NBA coach. Um, I, you know, again, I, I'm just worried that it might be a little too soon, and 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 I think this hire is really really important. And again, maybe Penny is the right fit for this team and for this early stage of the rebuild. I think that's certainly uh, potentially the case. And, and again, if Penny has a really good plan, and it seems like he really impressed uh, Jeff Weltman and his staff with with their interview, if he has a really good plan, then by all means, uh, if he's the best man for the job, go for it. But um, I want I want to get get down into this too. Um, He's not the only name that came up this week. We did have one more name come up this week. Um, Mark Stein of the New York Times reporting that Jamal Mosley, the Dallas Mavericks assistant coach, uh, or the Magic had requested an interview with Jamal Mosley of the Dallas Mavericks. Now, granted, Jason Kidd has not set his staff yet, so Jamal Mosley may be on a free agent anyway. There's reports that Mosley was very upset that the Mavericks did not even give him a courtesy interview, that they seemed very locked in on Jason Kidd from the beginning. Um, Mosley's been with the Mavericks for a little while, um, he was promoted to the team's defensive coordinator in 2018. Um, he is—he's a very well-known. Co- he's a pretty well-known coach in NBA circles. Pretty close with Luka Doncic, and again, you know, Luka was gonna always going to be Luka, but very much credited with helping Luka with his development and, and getting him in the NBA very, very quickly. Um, but I'll note this: uh, Mosley was the defensive coordinator for the Mavericks the last three years. Those three years, they finished 18th, 18th, and 21st. Um, that's not to say that he is necessarily a bad defensive coach. Um, but that was his role, and I wouldn't say the Mavericks were a great defensive team. Some of that's certainly personnel, um, but certainly a bit of a concern there. Now, Mosley, from everything that I've read about Mosley, he is a player's coach. He gives a lot of tough love. He's you know good on good for young young players. But um, again, it's not experience is the issue with him. He's been on NBA benches long enough. The issue is the results. Can he deliver? You know, Rick Carlisle is known as a defensive coach, and the Mavericks' defense struggled the last three years. Again. Was that personnel? Was that something else? Would that change if he were the head coach? Who's to say? You know, I'm, I'm always a little, I'm always a little bit. I always want to be a little bit cautious with assessing uh, guys with how they do as assistant coaches when we don't really know the full breadth of their responsibilities or what exactly is their fault and what is not. But for my money, with all with all the coaching with all the coaching hires that have been done, I, I still think that Kenny Atkinson's probably the best. Person for the job, and I did see some one report, and I forget where it came from, so I apologize that I can't source it. I did see one report that the Magic are waiting for the Clippers to get eliminated to get a full interview with Kenny Atkinson. Um, Atkinson, to me, is has the right mix of experience and and what the Magic are are looking for. I remember watching a lot of those those Brooklyn a lot, a lot of games from those Brooklyn Nets teams early on after the Kevin Garnett Paul Pierce trade, where Atkinson's teams just played really hard. Um, they didn't always have the most talent, but they surprised people because they played really hard. And so I, I do think that Atkinson has the right mix of experience. And, and again, you know, I, 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 I really think that he is probably the best option. I think Becky Hammond deserves a look. I don't know if this is a job that Becky Hammond takes. I think that Becky is looking for um, a, a job where it's a little bit more tailor-made to succeed. And I think it's really disappointing that she's not, not going to be the head coach in Portland. Um, Hammond deserves an opportunity somewhere. It's really disappointing that it may not happen in this in this coaching cycle. Um, but I, I would give, still give Becky Hammond a really good look. She did a great job with that summer league team a few years ago. Um, by all accounts, she's good with young players as well. Um, again, it's just whether she's willing. You know, again, it, there's there's the whole notion of having the right to fail. Um, unfortunately, that's not a right that's afforded a lot to uh, minority coaches, black coaches, women coaches. Um and, and that's just not in the NBA, that's that's in society in general. Um so I, I would like to see her put into a position where she can succeed a little bit more a little bit more assuredly, which I'm not sure would be the case here in Orlando. Um again, the Magic have been really, really quiet. The Magic do a really good job kind of keeping a lid on everything. The fact that this penny rumor came out is a bit surprising. It's a bit curious why it came out or what caused it to come out the way that it did. Um you know, again, maybe I, I doubt the magic we're looking for, positive press. That's probably Penny. It's probably coming from Penny's camp. I, I don't know. Um, but but um, it came out and we're going to talk about it. But uh, the Magic do a really good job keeping things quiet. They've obviously done their head coaching search. They're still, conti- they're still conducting um, interviews and still conducting their search. So, it, again, don't take a lack of reporting for a lack of action. I know I say that every trade deadline and every kind of transaction period. Don't take a lack of reporting for a lack of action. The Magic are certainly doing their due diligence on a lot of guys. And just because we haven't heard a lot of it doesn't mean it's not happening. I'm sure the Magic are going to be super busy. Now that the Combine's over, their attention will turn, you know, not fully because they still got draft work. They'll probably have some draft workouts and some other things going on, um, but they're going to turn their attention to the coaching search a little bit more. We'll talk a little bit more about the NBA Draft Combine on tomorrow's episode of Locked on Magic. But I want to make this announcement um, and, and, and let, let you all know what's going on. Starting July 19th, that's coming up, the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey, featuring analysis from the GOAT of NBA Mock Drafts' Chad Ford and Odyssey NBA experts Brian Scalabrini and former general manager Ryan McDonough. Our Locked On NBA local experts, like me, will make selections and trades for your favorite basketball teams throughout this week-long special event. And yes, I've already talked to a few teams about that. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Again, Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y, and get set for the Ultimate Mock Draft starting July 19th. Definitely subscribe to that. You can subscribe to this podcast as well on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your tune in, him, Google, Spotify, and Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast uh, again on Apple Podcasts, Instagram, Himalay, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the places on the podcast. Your podcast, any mobile device. That's what I get for going out of order on my on my usual usual read. I don't ever read for this. I just say that usually off of memory, and so I, I, I have habits. You can follow me on Twitter at MD. and of course for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at o Daily. We'll be starting draft profiles here coming up in a bit. Of course, we got the Locked On NBA Mock Draft coming up as well. Plus, that great Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 that you can get super excited for. But that's going to do it for me. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Phil crossman Right, We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic.